Hello, I'm Johnny. Of course, I'm Lewis. And a theatrical welcome to Good For Us Pod. Oh my god, like, I can't believe that we're now on episode 7. We've had so much great feedback, haven't we? We've literally had so much feedback. So just before our curtain call today, let's go through some reactions from last week. Curtain call? You've done your research, haven't you? I'll tell you more about that later. Well, first of all, thanks so much to everyone who's been in touch. And that might have been on Instagram, Facebook or email this week. What's everyone been saying? So last week we were trying to work out how some eggs hatch into chicks and some you can make into an omelette. So it's quite surprising actually. A few people are with you on the egg front, you know. So Tom says, oh my God, I was today's years old when I learned some eggs hatch and some don't. I literally told you, didn't I, that people would have the same mindset as me. Mm -hmm. I've got another fact about eggs actually, and seeing as though it's nearly Easter, do you wanna hear it? Go on. So do you know Kinder eggs? Like the chocolate, yeah? Yeah, so the yellow capsule inside that's got the toy in, it's yellow because it's supposed to be the yolk. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. So that literally means that the yolk inside, Kinder Egg, are basically putting dead chickens inside the chocolate. <laughs> well, you could say that. Jade's messaged, love episode six. Wednesday is my new favourite day of the week. Because it is literally the bestest day ever, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And Simon, Marcus and Alfie all messaged about America banning drag shows in some states. Alfie says he can't wait for your challenge. Oh. Alfie, like, why is there always one person that just remembers the challenge? I think the challenges are actually going down quite well. Yeah, but I haven't even started it yet. <sighs> Susie's messaged and said that she loved the Friends reference when Joey learns French. You know, when I got you to repeat after me. Je, je me m'appelle, m'appelle, je m'appelle, je m'appelle. So after listening to episode six, it took me ages to guess your reference to Friends. I am loving the pod. Ah. So, it was World Theatre Day on Monday. We've got a guest from the stage, which I'm really, really excited about. You already know her, but we've never met. So we'll go backstage and meet Charlotte Haynes. Honestly, like, I think we should, because she is a blast from the past. Let's go! What's good for us is good for you. What more is there to say? So come along, let's have some fun. We got your time arranged. What's good? So do you know what, right? Me and Charlotte do go way back. Now, she is from Hayling Island in Hampshire, which is literally like around the corner from me. Like you have to go across this bridge and then you're there. It's a big bridge. It's not just like the motorway. Have you been across that bridge as well? The, the Hayling Island Bridge? Yeah. Have you? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I've been to a holiday park in Hayland Island before. Why do you say it like that for? <laughs> just because I've been on holiday there. I mean, each to their own. And she studied at the Guildford School of Acting. It's GSA. The GSA. I'm That's not what us musical theatre people used to call it, GSA. Okay. And then also, she's done, like, tons of stage productions and big pantos all over the UK. Annie Malcolm, Gaslight, Snow White. Cinderella, otherwise known as Cinderfella, as I like to call it last time, didn't I? The King's Speech, Robin Crusoe, and also Wind in the Willows. It's Robinson Crusoe. What did I just say? Robin, you missed the sun. It's fine. Oh, shit. So no. it's Charlotte Haynes. How are you? <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm good. I'm here creasing up at you two. <laughs> did you like your welcome, though? I absolutely loved it. And I think moving forward, we should call it Robin Crusoe. <laughs> and Cinderfella. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you know what? I think with that introduction, we were really getting ready to like do an introduction at the Oscars or something. Do you know, like they do, like the big, big intro. I felt really, really important then. <laughs> <gasps> Love that. Now, just before we dive in and discuss everything, I think it's a massive congratulations, isn't it? Oh, what are my news? What's your news? Oh, different news to my normal theatre news. Um, I'm having a baby. Yay! Congratulations. I literally bloody love that, right? But at the same time, everyone in college now is either married, having babies, and I'm just in a relationship at the minute. <laughs> it is so true. It's like everyone's just suddenly like blinked and everyone has, has a baby. <laughs> Buns in the oven and whatever else. So Lewis knows you well. I don't so much, Charlotte, but it is a pleasure. Thanks so much for saving the time to come and join us on the pod. I know how busy your schedule is with gigs and rehearsals and with a baby on the way as well what have you been up to well it's been it has been a bit manic i'm not gonna lie so um so the last show i did was snow white at milton Keynes theater um over christmas but obviously i was pregnant while i was doing that i was in my second trimester so that was a whole different experience um and since then i've kind of been nesting a bit as the pregnancy sort of gone on i'm still gigging i've been singing at my um singing at residential homes and things so yeah keeping busy even though i'm not in the shows as much at the moment. I mean, I've got to ask a question actually. Go for it. What's trimester? <laughs> what's, what the hell is that? Do you know what's funny is before I was pregnant, I actually had, I didn't have a clue on all of this stuff. I literally had to Google everything. I didn't know what anything meant. And basically, it's where you are in your pregnancy, like what week you're on, depends what trimester you're in. Oh, I thought it was something to do with stagey and stage school and college. And <laughs> well, I didn't know what it was, but then I was like, oh, do I have a trimester? <laughs> obviously, like, I don't at all. You are not in a trimester. I can, I can confirm that. Oh, God, thanks for God. But if I could be, I definitely would. Nobody can have anything without you wanting it as well. We're going to move on now. Oh my God, where am I? That's it. You mentioned a lot about Panto and we mentioned a few of your productions earlier. What would you say your favourite moment has been on stage? Oh, wow. Oh, that's a hard one. Um, my favourite moment on stage. It's tough because it's sort of done so many different kind of shows now, like plays, musicals and things. Probably I had to stand in during the COVID. The COVID. Oh, the COVID. dreaded COVID. Oh, well, it kind of, obviously it was hard for the industry, but I had to stand in last minute because someone got COVID in another show. And I got a call from the producer, like, I need you to stand in last minute. And I'm talking less than 24 hours notice. And I had to learn a whole new show, go on stage and somehow pull it off. <laughs> and I don't know how, but it happened. And that's probably one of the most amazing moments. Wow, what was that, if you don't mind asking? So that one was for Jack and the Beanstalk with diversity. And one day I was doing Snow White in Bristol. And then I literally finished that, got a call a day after to say, can you come up to Milton Keynes to be in Jack and the Beanstalk? Oh, and you've got less than 24 hours. And you're doing it with diversity, added pressure, right? Yeah. Did you shit yourself a little bit? Are you kidding? I've never been so nervous in my life. Before the curtain went up, my mouth was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Honestly, and I'm used to nerves in this industry. Like, you deal with them a lot, but I've never known the journey like it. I thought I was going to pass out. <laughs> the curtain went up, I 
turn up and it is it's like magic i just somehow managed to do it but no my god i was scared can you remember last year i had to do a, a musical show and i didn't know my words at all like that's one thing with me i never know my words so yeah so then i had the lyrics to something's coming from west side story on a newspaper so i was like i'm gonna go out and be really theatrical i still fucking balls it up like i didn't know what to do i was in the audience then and do you know what you done wrong you had the newspaper which was within keeping of west side story but you showed the audience throughout the full thing your words on the back that were stuck on with black tape yeah i think like that was one of the first times you'd ever seen me perform as well so i was literally shitting it like i had so much pressure and then i just balls it anyway and then it came to near the end and i just ran off stage do you remember the song was still playing so i didn't know what to do so i was like this i'm off Get off that stage. Literally, out the fire exit door, I'm gone. I'm out of it. Oh, <laughs> so, Charlotte, I was going to ask you what your most challenging role was. Oh, that would hands down be in The King's Speech. I played the young Queen Elizabeth, so the Queen's mother, when she was younger. You know, with King's Speech, she stutters and his wife, basically. So I played her. And it was just a lot of research because obviously it was based on, on like someone real. So that was challenging, but I absolutely loved it. Yeah, because you've got that added pressure of getting it right, haven't you? Oh my God, yeah. And all, it's not just that, it's also the speech. Obviously, I had to speak like the Queen, I had to learn how to do like proper RP. And that's not like my normal voice. So <laughs> it was a lot, yeah. But I, I loved it. It's one of my favourite jobs. Do you know what, Charlotte? I can remember when we were in college and then yeah. back in the day, we were quite common, weren't we, when we spoke? And then all of a sudden, you yeah. went to GSA and now you're, like, so well-spoken. That's so funny because it's true. I come back from GSA and everyone on the island are back here like, oh, my God, you're so posh now. And I didn't even realise. And it's funny you just said that because I thought, living back down here, that my voice has come back to normal. <laughs> Clearly, I'm still posh in your eyes. No, you are. You're so well-spoken still like there's nothing wrong with it like the training paid off then hey now obviously with panto you must meet some like famous people mm -hmm. now if it was me i'd still get starstruck if i met someone for the first time do you do the same or are you just like hey bro you all right <laughs> Do you know what? Um, genuinely, I think because, well, I've done it for 10 years now, can you believe it? I think it does wear off. I know that sounds bad, but it just becomes a normal job and normal people that you work with. So it's not as much starstruck, but there, there's definitely been some people where I've been like, oh my God, I've watched you loads. But I just play it cool, you know? We're all there to do the same job. So who would you say is the, oh my God, yes, celebrity that you're ever going to get to work with? Oh my gosh, um, who did I get that with? I think I probably had that when I did a press launch once. But this was more because they're from our childhood and you're going to laugh, not even because they're like so crazy famous or in the public eye anymore. But when I worked with the Chuckle Brothers when Barry was here, I literally was like, oh my God, I grew up watching you. My mind was blown. <laughs> Do you know what? Before I asked you that, I was going to say, I'm going to give you my, oh my God, yes, celebrity to do Panto with. And it would have been yeah. the Chuckle Brothers. I've met them really? as well. Mm -hmm. They're so nice, aren't they? they was, and Barry was lovely, bless him. Oh, bless him. Like, and Paul Chuckle. Just worked with Paul at Milton Keynes. He's just the nicest man ever. They were just, oh, how talented. I lived for Saturday mornings to me, to you, to me, to you. Literally, they would be my, oh my God, yes, celebrities to work with in Panto. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, there you go. We've got the same one there. They're just, 
A couple of years ago, Paul did like a DJ set where I was working. He brought his own like DJ equipment and everything. Like he was so cute. He loves it. But he wouldn't even mind me saying this. Like he's a ledge. And when we were doing Panto, the one even just gone, he was going out to Pop World. Stop that. <laughs> he was arranging the nights at Pop World. Obviously, I was pregnant this time, but when we worked together in Southampton, I would be going out with him. He'd get there, get in the VIP area. He loves it. He loves Paul, loves a night out. Even now, Loves it. Does he? Wow, I love that. Paul chuckles a party animal. And I love that we're getting some inside gossip. I mean, it's not really inside gossip because I don't suppose he would mind you spilling a oh, little bit of beans like that. But oh, how exciting. He's proud of it. Fair play. Now, I'm really interested to know this. So who's the most famous celebrity digit you have on your phone? <gasps> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe... Oh, this is a really hard one because I'm trying to think who I've got. Who I text regularly now is probably um, Judge Rinder, Robert Rinder. I text him a lot. He's a good friend and he's fairly famous, isn't he? Now, how did you meet Rob Rinder? So it was the show we just did, Snow White. He played the man in the mirror. Oh. Um, and we got on really well the first year we worked together that he then invited me to live with him. So I lived with him over Christmas for two months and he's a good friend now. I, I genuinely love him. He's the nicest man ever. Now, Charlotte, what's been your favourite role that you've played? Um, I think it would have to be King's Speech, Queen Elizabeth. Do you reckon? Yeah, I know that's shocker because I trained in musical theatre and it's a straight play, but I genuinely loved it. It was so challenging and just so much fun. And we toured with that one, so we got to stay in some really cool places. I don't know what I would prefer. If I would prefer to be in a musical, a panto or a straight play either. Probably panto because I'm a bit daft, but... I reckon you'd be fun if you're a panto because you've got to be able to just have a bit of fun and just... It's all spontaneous, isn't it? Yeah, it's got to be spontaneous because I don't think I'd be very good at learning all of the lines. And if you did get it wrong, in panto, I don't think it would matter. Oh, no, they love it when you go wrong. <gasps> if anything, sometimes... Let me secret that again. But if anything, sometimes they deliberately make it go wrong. Yeah, because that's when all the laws come in, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, everyone loves it. Like, oh, we saw the night it went wrong. <laughs> yeah, and then that's what makes it on the social media and that's how you, the tickets sell, isn't it? Well, there we go. So do you have any embarrassing or funny moments on stage or backstage that you want to share? Yes, I've <laughs> got a few. <laughs> there was one time, this was in a dress rehearsal, but dress rehearsals are, are quite important when you're in a big, big theatre. And at this point, I was in Bromley at the Churchill Theatre, so the big theatre. Producers, directors, everyone watching, you know, the, to make sure everything's all right. And um, my wig got stuck on the prince's sleeve when we were doing Cinderella ball dance. Stop that. No, obviously. And as I turned, the wig come off and was hanging off his sleeve. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I had to carry on. But I was singing Rewrite the Stars and I was going... I love things like that though I love it when stuff goes wrong Do you know when you're watching all of the bloopers Or it'll be alright on the night What's the best when people go wrong? Do you know what, though? I do have, like, an embarrassing backstage story. Oh, God. Go on, then. So... Has it got anything to do with a celebrity? Yeah, it's got something to do with a celebrity. And do you think Charlotte knows this celebrity? I mean, potentially. Charlotte, do you know Timmy Mallet? Oh, no, I don't. 
Do you know the He was an itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow Is that the one that he had the glasses and the parrot? Yeah, and then like there was this really catchy dance and like the girls was in bikinis in the music video and right. stuff. You went in that video, were you? No, absolutely <laughs> okay. not. But he was backstage with me and we were like having a massive conversation. Me, the team, it was Timmy and I think it was his wife, right? We're all chatting away, chat, 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 chat. And I had a really, really bad belly, like, and when I mean really bad, like, I was having, like, the worst day ever. Like, I kept running to the toilet. Too much information, I know. So Timmy Mallet was standing right by me, but he went down to, like, pick something up because his bag was on the floor. I literally farted in his face. <laughs> no, literally farted in his face, right? The whole room went silent. <laughs> So what did he say? Oh, my God, he, yeah. What did he say? I think he was shook, to be honest. <laughs> I feel like that could only happen to you. If you could be in any musical or play that you haven't done already, what would you do? What's your dream role? I always get asked this question. I do find it really hard. They're two very different roles. I'd love to do Wednesday um, in Adam's Family musical. Absolutely would love to play that role. Uh, just because I love her songs and it's just a really quirky character. But I also would love to take off Phantom because that's my sort of singing style. Phantom of the Opera. Oh my God, that would literally be so amazing. I've got close a couple of years to being in it. I was seeing for Christine, and I just, it never worked out. But that's the thing, anyone listening, that happens all the time. you just got to get used to that. It's really tough, but, um, yeah, so I got close, didn't quite make it, but I would love to do that musical. That would be amazing. So maybe we can use Good For Us Pod as the casting call. Could you imagine <laughs> if Charlotte actually got cast after listening to Good For Us Pod? And I've actually seen The Addams Family on Broadway. It was years ago now in New York. I can't remember who was in it now, but it was absolutely amazing. Do you see why I'd say that role? How cool is that show? It's amazing. From the set, the songs that are in it, and there's some songs in there that are not in the movie, but it was incredible. Is there like, he's hunky and he's dory, da 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 Is that in it? It's, it's not even it's hunky and he's dory, I just made the words <laughs> up. It is in it, but they don't make a big thing of it. No, it's just like at the beginning, isn't it? Like the overture and Yeah, that's right, yeah. That's a great musical. Charlotte, it's been really great chatting to you. Now, the next bit of the pod, we would usually play a game. Do you have to rush off or do you... Yeah, do you want to hang around with us and we'll go into the next bit of the pod to play a game? Yeah, for sure. Let's do it. Let's do it. Right, so this bit of the pod, we play a game. Last week, I played a noise and you guessed it correctly and we did have loads and loads of reactions. Most people thought it was a cracking an egg on the side and that would have been in keeping with the theme about eggs and stuff like that, but it wasn't. It was bubble wrap. Yeah, exactly. Like, so I, I had the same thought process that it was like something being whacked on the side. It just obviously wasn't the sausage. So this week, I'm not going to play another noise. It's really exciting though. Musical Theatre Week and we've still got Charlotte Haynes with us. Yay. So Charlotte, now the most important thing is you don't know what this game is, but don't worry, I'm going to brief you. We all know Lewis is really rubbish at games and our listeners do deserve better actually. What do you mean? So they deserve to hear when a game goes well for a change. So I've got another one. So there's going to be some random questions and all you've got to do is answer them. They don't have to be right or wrong. It just has to be the first thing that pops into your head. It's that simple. Do you get it? No. Yeah. Right. Okay, so Charlotte, who is new to the pod, gets it and you don't. You're just going to say the first thing that comes to your head. What, so it could literally be anything? 
There's no right or wrong, okay? So you've already won. So everyone's a winner. Do I get a prize? <laughs> Hang on. So Charlotte, because you're the guest or special guest today, do you want to go first or do you want Lou to go first? Absolutely making Lou go first. Right. So, oh, okay. Charlotte, what are you doing to me? So you're going first. So I'm just going to ask you some questions, sorry. And you've just got to answer them. You ready? Oh, I'm getting a bit nervous. I'm getting flustered. I can see you're going a bit red. Right, okay, I think I'm right, ready. Right, so let's have some quirky music. Um, uh, we'll go for this. Ready? Mm-hmm. Who was that boy? Arnold Schwarzenegger. What's your band's name? Um, Chicken Eggs. What's that over there? I don't know. Um, it's a shit. What's the capital of Earth? Um, I'm your fire. Da -da -da -da. Your desire. How do you say sheep in Russian? <laughs> what the hell am I doing? Right, so that's it. So I just want to talk about what is the capital of Earth? What did you do? I'm your Venus. I'm your fire, your desire. But I didn't say that, did I? I made the words up. Yeah, but I asked what the capital was. Yeah, but you just told me to do the first thing that comes to my head, and that's what came okay, to my head. Okay, that's fair. I'm not very good at this game, am I? No, you're not. Right, so I'm going to pass you some questions over. Here you are. I'm actually so scared. <laughs> They're not the same questions, don't worry. Right, Shara, are you ready? I think so, but I am scared. But let's do, I don't know what's going to happen. Let's go. <laughs> right, question number one. What do you want for your birthday? Clothes. <laughs> Why did you get kicked off the aeroplane? Because I was so drunk. What's the worst thing you can put in a coffee? Butter. Who invented peanut butter? Einstein. <laughs> oh my god, that's a famous person, isn't it? Oh, I'm carrying on, I'm carrying on. Say something serious. I am a female. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I mean, there are only some questions, and the questions aren't particularly funny. Why is that game so hilarious? Yeah, but it, that was just like on the spot, like like pure panic. It literally was. I didn't know what to say. Yours killed me. <laughs> now this is the bit of the pod. It's your favourite bit of the pod. Every single week, you either have an ick of the week or you get something off your chest. What was yours this week, Lou? Now, do you know what? This week, I'm not actually going to do a nick of the week or an off your chest because I only feel that it's right that Shah has the opportunity to do it. Got it. Happy to. What have you got for us? Do you know what my ick is? You know when, <laughs> you know when someone sneezes and goes, oh, bless me. <laughs> yeah, you can't bless I yourself. Know, I, I don't know why, but it really gives me the ick. It's only like old people that do that, though, isn't it? I think quite a lot of people do it, you know. <gasps> but I don't know why, but it, re it really like makes me like cringe. I think I bless myself. Oh, I'm so sorry. I've just offended you. Oh, my God, that's so awkward, isn't it? I think I do. Hang on. Hang on, let us do it. Hang on, let us... Bless me. Is that... <laughs> do I do that? I don't know if I do or not. It seems so weird to bless yourself when somebody else says it, but it doesn't sound weird when you do it. Basically, we've just found out that you give me the ick. <laughs> I mean, first time meeting and all that as well, when you've already given her the ick. You do it. You sneeze. Okay. Oh, ready? here we go. He's standing. Here we go. This is stagey, isn't it? Achoo! Bless me. Oh, my God. You just touched your head, your forehead as well with your arm out. Oh, my God. I felt like William Shakespeare then. Oh, the drama. 
That was a good one, actually, Charlotte. I like that one. That's what this section of the pod is all about. But you want to know what mine is? Go on. Not necessarily an ick, but definitely something I want to get off my chest. And in keeping with World Theatre Day, on Monday it was, when people come into the theatre late... Yeah. That is so annoying. I'm not talking about just a little bit later than us because we like to have the whole experience. We like to get there early and then we like to go to the bar and we like to take a selfie in front of the stage and stuff like that if they don't have curtains. So we went to see Anne Juliet not too long ago and we had some really good seats. In fact, that just finished just on Saturday, just gone. In walks this couple pissed 10 or 15 minutes late. Janine and her bloody boyfriend, the full roll up and they had to come past you. It is really annoying and it's so frustrating as well for people on stage. Is it? Yeah, like, I mean, you obviously you're in your zone and you are doing your thing and as, like, especially, you know, you know to carry on, but you can't not notice that. And especially if it's like, why is it always on, like, the quietest song or something? It's never yeah. at a really upbeat time where, you know, it's appropriate. I don't think there is an appropriate time, actually, to walk in late. No. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. I'd rather you just miss it. Do you remember when we were going to see... What show were you going to see? It was on a oh, Sunday. Oh, my God. We were going to see a show in London, Charlotte. Sister Act. I think I think one of your friends was in that. Was it when Leslie was in it? Yeah. Oh, she's fab. I went to see her in it recently. Yeah, Leslie Joseph. She's just amazing. Yeah, Leslie Joseph was in it. Beverly Knight was in it. And yeah. we were on our way to London. It was when all the train strikes. So instead of driving to an appropriate place, we decided to get the replacement bus service. And we were going to be an hour late to the show. Oh, no. Did you go in the interval? Well... We actually found out that the train station underground that we could have got was literally five minutes away where the car was. But instead, we was on this bus for about two hours. So what happened was we still went into London and we did have a bit of an argument, didn't we? Because I was like, oh, my God, I really want to see it. I really want to see it. We ended up by not going at all. So I emailed the theatre direct. I, I wasn't expecting anything. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm really upset. This is what's happened. And I actually showed them proof of the train strikes. And do you know what they done? They moved us to another date for free with better seats. Yeah. That's so good. So we still seen Leslie Joseph, Beverly Knight, and who else did I have? It was Jennifer Sanders, I think. Jennifer Saunders, Leslie oh, Joseph, so Beverly Knight. Instead of even going to see a show in the end, we ended up going for a car free then going home. <laughs> <laughs> like I could have gone to Toby Carvery up the road. Yeah, you went to London and went to a car free. But at least you saw Sister Act. It was really, really good. Beverly's voice. Oh my gosh, she's amazing. Have you ever cried at the theatre, by the way? Not <laughs> not in like a play, but in the audience. Have you ever cried? Oh, I cried. What, when I've watched a show. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Like, I cry at everything. I cry even when it's happy. But once I've gone with a friend and they've really found it quite uncomfortable, I think I'm quite an awkward person to go to the theatre with. I get so into it. I've been known to sob sometimes. <laughs> like, like a full-on sob? Yeah, no, once I actually went <laughs> like that. And my friend was like, all right. But I really, yeah, I get really into it. I just get so into it. I can't remember what show it was now, but I honestly, I had like snot and everything. Do you normally cry? No, but I have cried at the theatre once. What did you cry at? I cried. What show was it? Take a guess. 
Oh my god. Dear no, Evan Hansen. Dear Evan Hansen, have you seen that one, Charlotte? I actually haven't, although I've heard amazing things. I cried at Dear Evan Hansen. Not like a, I mean, I suppose it cries a cry. I mean, and it's fine to cry. It, it wasn't a, a Charlotte Haynes kind of sob. <laughs> I had my hand propping my cheek up, you know, covering my eye, and it was just sort of tears appearing. I love that. But you know what? That's why fear is so amazing. Literally. But I honestly came out of there thinking that I was going to have a breakdown. Me and Johnny took a selfie afterwards and you can see in the photo, I've literally got bloodshot eyes. <laughs> Actually, Charlotte, that reminds me. So when we was in London that time, we saw um, the dance teacher, Carla Williams. Oh, my God. They're so... I literally wouldn't have seen her since, yeah, since we were there. What, what did you say? Did you say Hello. She was like, Lou, and I went, oh, my God. She was shouting at you, wasn't she, down the street in London, outside of the Dear Evan Hansen Theatre. Is that the one? Yeah, like... It was her birthday as well at the time. What were the chances of that? I, I that. know. But I was just like, what a small world. Yeah, that's, it is. That's crazy. Whereas you live, like, you live in the same place, but you see each other in London. Thank you so much, Charlotte, for joining us this week on Good For Us Pod. Have you had fun? Oh, I've literally loved it. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thanks so much. Honestly, thank you so much, mate. And we'll definitely have to meet up for a few drinky poos at some point when little Bubba's here. Oh, 100%. I'm going to need to, like, have reasons to get out of the house. So just real quick, obviously we do have a, a, a small baby on the way. What's next for Charlotte? Are you going to jump straight back into theatre, into work, or are you taking some time out? Well, there's... <sighs> potential but i can't i can't really say there's potential i could be working fairly local at christmas <gasps> maybe it depends how it goes with baby because obviously he's here in may so I need to see how i feel but absolutely full intentions to get back to it all but obviously you just got to see how it goes i guess well will you come back and let us know when we have an exclusive and we can do a big announcement on the pod um yeah and then you've got to come along we should do like some backstage thing it'll be amazing oh my god God, yes. Yeah. Okay. We have come to the end of episode seven. Good for us, Pod. That's it. So if you have got any feedback for us or any questions that you'd like to ask us on our next episode, please feel free to message us over on Good For Us Pod. Or just simply send us a message to let us know how great or shit you thought it was. Thanks so much, Charlotte, for joining us. No, thanks, guys, for having me. It's, it's been... A pleasure, and um, yeah, I just can't wait to keep watching this space and seeing what you get up to. Us is good for you, there's so much more to see.